What's y'all's greatest life accomplishment? Life accomplishment? Uh, My greatest accomplishment would be... What's your greatest life accomplishment? My greatest life accomplishment is making money and having the car that I have. Right. I don't know how to start this. I forgot how we normally start this. Well, I, I have an idea. Okay. We can talk about how we've been away for like over a year now. A year and what? Like two days? Three days? Uh, a year and, a, and like a week. Okay. Oh, December 21st, 2021 was our last episode. That was the last time we recorded. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, the 22nd was when they're posted. 22nd. Yeah. When it went live. And uh, yo, a lot has happened. Yeah. I, I literally did a lot of work. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, this morning I did research on like what we did in our last episode. Well, Brandon listened to our last podcast in full just to kind of see where we lost. I didn't. Before. I didn't listen to the full thing. Really? I, oh, okay. <laughs> I I stopped like three quarters of the way in because um, halfway through the podcast we got. <laughs> remember, I got my Uber Eats order, and I remember that day it was McDonald's. I don't remember. And uh, I was complaining about how the delivery driver delivered it. Like he oh. put it in front of the door at my parents' house. Oh, and then you like can't on the stairs. Yeah, yeah. Because your parents' door opens outwards versus like inwards. Exactly. The screen door thing, whatever. Which yeah. is dumb. And uh, I was mad about that. And I was telling that story as we were eating the nuggies, and like the, for the second half of the whole podcast, it was just so. Anyway, the like we we're just it turned into an asthma. It's an it's a mukbang. It's a, <laughs> yeah. People listen to those. Hey, I like them. But I think that is probably better when we have like a visual recording, which I think I don't know how much you want to invest into doing this. We could do a visual recording. Well, look at my hair right now. Well, I don't want to. I've seen a lot of podcasts on TikTok. It's been like blowing up. It's just literally normal podcasts like you and me. Um, but then they do recordings of it, and then yeah, it seems to get a lot of traction. So, but the thing is, I don't know if I want my face out there. But anyways, I kind of don't. There. Okay. Um, but to summarize the big points about um, about that last episode, it was like right after we finished watching Spider Man No Way Home. Okay. And we're like, it was called No Spoilers or something like that, right? Right. And uh, we were talking about Spider Man No Way Home, and uh, we left that last episode pretty like I was cheesed. Remember because we looked at this dumpy place in Mississauga up in Meadowvale. Okay. And it was listed for. I don't I don't remember how much, but we we thought we were being bullies going like, all right, here's over a hundred thousand over and it still sold a hundred thousand over that. Or you talk what are you trying to talk uh, about? No, it was um Falconer. Oh, oh right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was yeah. a dump. I like throughout the whole episode I was saying that's a dump yeah. and we it went like two hundred over asking. And it was just not going well for it, us. It went it went to like a hundred and fifty over over asking. Which at the time was the norm of what went over that offers we're going for yeah Um, it finished at like almost like 900 i remember some places in mississauga valleys were going for like the 900s well mississauga valleys yeah but that falconer place i think was like eight i think we put in the offer for like 835 and it sold for eight and eight seventy or something like that yeah something like that it was ridiculous but we were obviously just kind of pissed about that and we were very very um discouraged because at that point, we had put in about, I want to say, six, seven offers. Yeah. Within the last week. Like, it was like week, week and a half. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, but So we were exhausted. And we were exhausted. We recorded that podcast in, in total frustration. It's an experience because the process of home buying is not what you see on like house hunters or like any of those hgtv shows yeah um and it was not fun back then either and the reason why it was not fun is because everybody was trying to buy a place yeah and everybody was trying to buy a place no matter how much it took like literally though so we were up against what was one of the highest ones one of the highest ones i think we had there were 37 offers on a place 37 yeah there was uh there was a place at rathkeel it was like a, it was a pretty much a house. It was like full on a house, but it had like a hundred dollar maintenance fee. 
it, ever because it was yeah it was an end unit of like a, a yeah. townhouse complex area and some chinese dude in a mercedes-benz was there like right after us or yeah. something right before well. us so it's like oh okay but i would <laughs> say now that i look back at it the that wasn't one of my top picks even though we also put in an offer because of how oddly shaped it was the living room was yeah. quite small and it was like awkward off the kitchen. Oh, you know what the one that had a lot of offers were? It was in Burlington, right? That one. It was like you're living on top of an old lady, but it was amazing because it had like a mezzanine. Yes, that one was huge a huge living area. We did. We did. Yeah. We did. We yeah. We were kind of sure about it. We were like starting to plan our our family like parties, our friends yeah. get-togethers and stuff like that and look, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Um but that was December 21st when we recorded that. Yes. And a week later, we go to uh, see later. this. No, it was a week later okay. because we put in the offer. December 31st. 30th. We put the offer in on the 30th. No, we did it in the morning, didn't we? Or it expired? No, we, we did it the previous day. Okay. It was like, we got, no, we... To, we got to nighttime and they're like, you know, we're going we're gonna to get back to you in the morning, but we're still pretty sure of it. Yeah, but we didn't put in the offer until the morning of the 31st. Did we? Yes. So we had viewed it December 30th. It was nighttime. It was dark already because we had come at like 7 p.m. Um, and one of the weird parts was that the owner was actually here. And typically when you're doing viewings of places, the owner and buyer yeah. should never meet. Um, but for whatever case, he just had the keys and was just here. Um so we had viewed it and then it was just i don't know technically it wasn't even on the market because what happened was we were so frustrated with the house buying <laughs> yeah. process that i got to a point where I'd, i was just on mls and just scrolling through the pages of available units um mind you we went from looking at townhouses to back to looking at condos because of the whole outbidding process um, yeah. with, with townhouses. So we were back to looking at condos and I was on MLS and I kid you not, I was on page 51 of MLS. Lily remembers vividly. I remember vividly 51. And I'm like, huh, there's this loft in Mississauga. That's been listed for over 50 days, right? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, maybe it was on page 51. It was, it was on MLS for 51 days. That's what it was. I think it was around page 14 or something. But even at that time, going like you shouldn't be going that far back. You shouldn't because, have to go beyond page because, 5. Because nothing okay. should yeah. be listed for more than, at that time, a week. Yeah. Unless you were looking at houses, houses, like million plus. No, no, not even. Like, I think it needs to be like over 1.5 for it to even be longer than like a sure. week on MLS, right? Uh, but yeah, so I was like, why is it on MLS for 51 days? Is this, maybe they didn't update it or whatever. So we obviously contacted our realtor, your uncle. And then he's like, oh, I, I guess it's still available if you want to go check it out tomorrow. And we're like, yes, please, let's go check it out. So we made the decision, came here. You were. I'm. I'm just looking at our place. I remember kind of coming. <laughs> like you're trying to. Brandon, we we, we need microphones that move with your. You bought the lapel microphones, and you didn't. They're not as clear. They're for like vlogging. I. I was trying to vlog for a thing. We'll talk about it later. So I. Remember, okay, Billy's saying we're in our place right now, and yes, she's we're looking in our place around. Right now, and I'm looking around, and Brandon is trying to shove my face back to the microphone. But what I'm trying to do is visualize, because that's just who I am. Um. So I remember coming down the hallway and then we're, we're at this like corner end unit and then we walk in here um, and it's dark and it's, you know, not a lot of lighting, not a lot of great lighting, but I was just looking at it. It was, it was nice. Like it, it ended up being what the pictures looked like, which for a lot of places, I think that was great because you obviously don't want to go into a home and it's not what it looks like. Well, we were looking at it at night. And the pictures were during the day and it looked better in the pictures. So at night we we're like realizing some of the lighting was shitty. The pictures are always going to be that way. I know, I know. But yeah. I was saying like, basically to sum it up, I didn't see the vision, but Lily did. Right. And I was looking around yes. like this place is kind of dumpy. Um, well, it was, it had not been renovated since. Um, it was, it was built. built, I think. Yeah. So this is like a 15, 16 year old building. Yeah. Um, at the time. There, yeah, there were developer details which, everywhere. Which like it's not old by any means. No, it could have been older. It like my parents' house. Right. But I think for you I think one of the things that we had talked about was if we're gonna go back to looking at condos, we would want it to be what we would want it. So it should be renovated already. It should be new. 
Yeah. I or think we shouldn't for, have for to you, worry about it. It was about like we should have a building no no older than five years because that was a compromise of like moving from townhouse to condo, yeah. right? Which was fair. Um, but I'm more of a you know what's funny? I'm more of a pessimist. But when it came to house hunting, I was a little more optimistic and a little more um what's the word? Not like, fluid. Like I was a little more flexible with flexible, malleable with like the conditions and like Well, and I think what helped was that Lily saw the vision, but she's also the one that knows like our accounting. This goes back to when we when we were getting married, right? Like we mentioned a few podcast episodes that like I appreciate Lily's like planning financially and and everything. And she realized that like you know, we we were looking at places that were a certain amount. We're going back to looking at condos, which were far less. And we looked at this one in particular, which was even less than a yeah. lot of those places. Older, obviously, but she saw the potential. It wasn't like that it was a lot less because the amount that we ended up putting into it would have costed the same amount as a new place that we would have wanted right but, but like we made this but we this, and that own. that's that's yeah. where but that's where it took convincing to brandon of what of to buy this place and to actually renovate it because that yeah. in itself was another process that we'll get into so so to some what lily was saying up yes. we we bought a place we, we yes we i ended up saying renovated it. i looked at you and i or i mean we looked around and i looked at you and i said let's put in an offer brandon was like uh he was actually hesitant he i was. was he was like um i don't know like but if lily knows what i like so if she thinks that we could do this and she says let's put an offer i i gotta agree with her well you don't have to well there was no Ultimate, gun to the head but ultimately like... you had to agree that you liked the place um and it just eventually yeah i mean yeah i think by the end of it it was my decision yeah but it's not like you were super what is i it? wasn't as jacked about this as you were because you had seen other units that were newer that you ended up yeah liking because it was fully done it was turnkey right you can just walk in and you're yeah. good um which i can understand but for me the layout of this place made sense to me um the one big thing was that a lot it was a loft yeah so it's there dope. was a separation of of the of living space and like um sleeping space uh mm -hmm. and because we weren't going to get that because we weren't getting a townhouse this just made sense to me um and we put in the offer the next day yeah that was the 30th we we told our real real estate agent that night that we were going to put an offer down that was the 30th yeah drafted it up for the morning at like 9 a.m and then you obviously give them till 5 p.m uh the next day just to yeah um to get back to us or maybe it was 4 p.m or something um and at this point We'd stopped updating everybody about um, our home buying process because we kept getting discouraged. So that was offer pricing. accepted on the 30th. I yeah. remember now. I remember now. So then what, what was I waiting for? Oh, the That was on the 30th that you were waiting because on the 31st, I went to do the bank stuff. Right. And I remember. Yeah, you went to do the bank stuff. In the morning. But they needed to clear it and they needed to do all that. So it was the 31st. It wasn't. It wasn't the 30th. We can go they they the accepted on the 30th, no, right? No? No. Okay. Because in any case, on the 31st is yes. when I was in the bank. And we, we were, like, me, I was, like, ninth in line at the bank. It was because insane. we had to do this, we had to do this for all, like, major places. You have to get your bank draft while you put in the offer. And that right. was ridiculous so, about home buying, Just too. No, just as a, a side story, I was in line. I was, like, ninth in line at the bank. Yeah. No, you're, you're going to let me finish my story. Okay. I was ninth in line at the bank waiting and uh the radio why are you giving me the space just let me finish the story i was waiting in line um and and then we were listening to the radio and on the radio they're like we got some tough news uh legendary hall uh, hall of fame actor actress betty white has passed away and like me and like all these old ladies in line because you know old people do banking <laughs> during the day um, we're all looking at you like, oh my god. And like the these people are all telling me stories about Betty White. Like, you're young, you wouldn't understand. I'm like, hey, I saw her on SNL that one time. Mm He's -hmm. funny. That was a big thing that happened on third first. And that'll be a, oh, a theme god. of this podcast is uh Brandon wrote a whole script about like literally like week by week, and I don't know why. I'm not going through all of this. <laughs> um... I think it's important to look back 
because talk for a personal thing but it doesn't need to be said on a podcast no but i i wanted to say it like some of the stuff like the movies and stuff because uh sure. it will help with some of the things at the end of the podcast okay um but anyways we had closed and then yeah it was because when you were at the bank and when you told me that you went to go get it and handed it in was when i was at coffee with my girlfriends and i was a nervous wreck i was trying to be like normal and tame and like calm until everything was finalized right because we had like prior to closing on a place or not even just closing to to getting an offer accepted we had updated everybody and then just kept getting rejected so at that point we were already defeated we we're like we're not yeah. gonna say anything until everything is a done deal <laughs> i forgot about um, that yeah yeah, so that's why I was just like a nervous wreck. But anyways, that had happened. And then, yeah, just fast forward um, like 45 days later, February is when we closed on our place. Yeah. And that was when it was a done, done deal because keys were in hand and it was our place. And um, luckily for, for us, uh, Buddy left some... Like, I guess he forgot to come back in to take some remaining stuff that he had in the true. place. He had like... 45 days to do it and he only had i know things yeah. he's lazy because he left me like a sealed vinyl record uh of uh mariah carey's christmas album vinyl record of um the music box i don't mariah carey album his to be honest no i think it was a previous tenant well hey it's worth money because he also left like a whitney houston record too yeah, right yeah i yeah. think it was a previous tenants because he did not know where he was going for like the amenities areas mm. and um he what we found out later was that the reason why it was listed on mls at 51 days ago was because there was an original offer and yeah they had originally signed but then when it came to closing date it fell through so that's what that was like only thing holding me back with this place was like oh my god why did it fall through was it was something wrong when they ended up doing the inspection with this place yeah um so so that did put a seed of doubt in our mind but right. otherwise like living here i think what i learned about that whole home buying experience that we finally when we finally closed on a place was it came down to luck <laughs> we were the first ones to see it or you were the first one to see it back on on the oh uh, yeah because what happened was on the 31st the day that we had closed they that was like the, the the first full day where people were going to actually view the place so they had already had like seven showings that night but they had said no to all of them because they accepted our offer and i think we got lucky too again it was because they didn't want to go through the process of having to find a new buyer go through yeah. this thing and it not happening whereas like we just saw it we put in the offer and then gave yeah. them a deposit like right away and it was just a signed deal so anyways february we closed we start brought consulting yeah we brought our family and friends oh, yeah. to kind of see it beforehand and had a little nice shindig where we we had no furniture but we had people over uh we literally brought like, a coffee <laughs> we had table. thai food yeah, yeah. <laughs> thai food and we played code words okay. or whatever on yeah. the floor um, that was nice <laughs> and yeah i think it was it was an experience um for sure and then then we had to obviously start figuring out renovations mm -hmm. um and that was uh, another process in its own but well before we close we were already like we used our buyer visits you're allowed a few visits to your place before you close and we used a lot of those meetings uh to meet with con contractors yeah. to consult with uh with them about what can be done we had all these great plans we were humbled by some of the plans we had um well i think it's more of like you have to really know what your expectations are mm -hmm. and also be realistic with what they are in terms of like actual market um value but also feasibility and just actual construction of things right um so for example what what we ended up getting was obviously like an ikea kitchen but we did end up doing like a full custom, like two bathrooms. Cause we, we, mind you, we hand selected everything in this home. Yeah. But the kitchen's Ikea. Whereas like, you know, we, we did consult with custom kitchens, which didn't end up being that much more expensive than an Ikea kitchen. However, it the, wasn't either. It wasn't that much better quality either. No, it was yeah. Ikea is actually, because it's a condo, it, it's very, you know, similar, I guess um and then the thing was if we were to actually go the custom route 
if anything were to be damaged or to break, it would cost us so much more to get it like replaced or repaired because yeah. it's custom, right? Whereas like, you know, a condo is for us, this, you know, hopefully won't be our forever home. Yeah. So keeping that in mind, again, this is where you tie it back into like your expectations and like along. Yeah, this is what we like, but this is what we like now. And like, it's, it's doable. Um, But yeah, we got the cabinets from Ikea, but the handles and countertop is obviously custom. So it's like, yeah, it was like cool. Usual. Um, but I think dealing with contractors, it was easy to see that some of these people are also unrealistic <laughs> because when we had shown them like our unit and just showed them, yeah, we obviously just want to do like top to bottom gut and then floors, kitchen, bathrooms, like everything, paint job. One person before even coming to see the unit while well, we just gave them pictures quoted us easily at least a hundred thousand dollars yeah that was nuts and i'm like great but that's not what we're aiming for mm -hmm. um and i can see where maybe you would want that to be a hundred thousand dollars but i would put that towards a home you know what I yeah mean? it's like if i had a hundred thousand dollars that would have been a down payment for why would i be here but anyways again you know, obviously you just have to be realistic of what things actually cost because it's just like it can vary from person to person but also you want to trust a reputable contractor someone who's yep. going to do a good job not not someone who's just going to complete it by the easiest means possible you know what i mean um because at the end of the day you are going to be living here and this is going to be your home and or even if you don't want to live here you're going to be selling it renting it whatever so you just got to make sure it's in good condition um so yeah that was a process in its own and i can't thank you enough for spearheading that whole process because in this whole midst of it too i was in not a great position with work because everybody on my team had left and it was just a miserable time for me the past like two years working from home <laughs> And on top of that, you you had to return to the office and work. Yes, I did have to return yeah. to the office and work. And then it was just a lot of things going on at once. Um, so the fact that you were able to take on like this renovations project was was great. Um, and you made it at home. Look, I know only a few people can do what I do. You know, yeah. what I mean, uh, I mean, Lily was, I Lily was the crazy. Everything. Yeah, I know. Are you were creative. Oh, my God. You're not the quest. Yeah, I'm Ian and you're and I'm Poppy. Um, I am. Um, no, it's more like you're the dictator, and I'm like the humble servant. Say it. Loyal number two. That way. You're like I want blue kitchen cabinets. Get on it. Why are you yelling so loud? Look how. Look I know. Yeah. Well, it's my podcast. I can do whatever the hell I want. Okay, but stop yelling. Billy's worried because also during this whole process, we have a bitchy neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hope she can hear that. Okay. Well, anyways. Um... What else happened? Well, so this, by the way, a lot of this story is just like, you know, uh, December 31st, like t a year to the day that we, we, they accepted our offer. Um, February 8th, we closed it, right? We moved in in like late April. Um, or sorry, we started renovations in March. We moved in late April, like basically that first quarter and a bit of the year was all tied into this so not much happened like in between personally for us oh, <laughs> personally i got covid for my birthday that's why um, we were supposed to have a bowling party i just because i had already like lost or missed out on two birthdays because of covid but also just even more so because my birthday always landed on a quarter end. I was never able to. Right, like, she's always do. working. I'm always working. I'm always stressed. Um, but this was like one of the first birthdays of like moving to a different company, and like it wasn't there on a different fiscal year, so it wasn't quarter end for me. So I was like, oh my god. But then I got COVID, um, <laughs> so that was fine. Um, yeah, we ended up moving in late April. We bought like our our central like furniture beforehand because furniture shopping was another thing in and a half of where even if you wanted to buy something, it won't come for a few months. Oh, dude, it was okay. So from February to well, no, from March to April, we it was it was going all over Ontario looking for tiles, floors, 
um, you know, uh, hardware for bathrooms, yeah. kitchens, uh, lighting, and then for yeah, lighting. Um, and then we pre-ordered some furniture throughout. So then when we moved in in late April, uh, we cleaned like when the when the when the construction was done, we yeah. cleaned for the first day and had like a nice McDonald's dinner picnic on the floor, us two in our new finished place. But the next day was moving day. Yeah. We had, thanks to the family, by the way, our family helped us so much mm -hmm. uh, with all these different cars, a uh, bunch of loud ladies in the home, like building furniture. Um, but we had to receive a lot of furniture that day too. And we, so we, we marked that moving day, not, like we were with the expectation that our construction was going to be done like a week or two weeks before it did. Yeah, it did not. But it finished the day before. The night before. So yeah. It was kind of like a little rush-ish. Like he was still moving out. We were moving out yeah. stuff to his truck at like 830 at night, which is like not I mean, allowed in this building. <laughs> yeah, but it was whatever. It was the last day. Yeah. I think it was more of like, it was just kind of hectic. Yeah, because we thought that we would have like a week to kind of um slowly move in slowly move in yeah but yeah. we didn't we just moved but you know what sometimes just shoving everything one day and then reorganizing works out better yeah because um, we spent that sunday like the day after we slept that night right did we sleep there that night no i don't think so we didn't did i what? thought we did because we went back to my parents house on the sunday for... oh maybe we did yeah yeah that we went to simon's and went to our crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more stuff. stuff um yeah so i think it was just more of a just get everything in and then figure it out later, which it worked out. Um, and one of the things I would say with moving in, get your essentials. So obviously your bed, your internet. Shower, shower curtains curtain, are huge. Yeah. I think everybody always forgets about a shower curtain, but that's like the first thing and bed sheets. Mm -hmm. And then everything else can follow. Like, I mean, luckily we had our table and, and chairs come in that day, which was fine. Yeah. Um, Our couch, was our couch here? Our couch, yeah, our couch was here. Um, but normally, even if we didn't have that, like, and my desk, actually, um, David built my desk right. for me. So I was able to work all that day. A hundred percent. We had all our furniture, so we were good to go. It was more of just like making it a home, which <laughs> making it a home is a long process. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, for you, this is like, what something that you view as like your first official home, because anytime you rented or anytime you were out for school, I, I was very you... light. I was very minimal. You did not want it to make it your own space. Whereas for me, yeah. I'm more of like a sensitive or no, I shouldn't say sensitive. Sentimental. Sentimental. Um, you get attached. Not just attached. No, I wouldn't say necessarily attached, but more so like, yeah, I guess sentimental and more, not maybe in a spiritual level, I need it to feel like it's my space. Yeah. Because if I don't vibe with it, or if I don't feel like it's somewhere where I can feel like I'm at home or comfortable. You have a tough time sleeping. You know, I, I, yeah, like, I don't have a good time. And that's just the way that my yeah. body works. See, with me, like, all the, the two places I, I, I lived at for school, I, mm -hmm. I the most I did was just, um, like, tape posters to the wall mm -hmm. like that's the most that i did for those places and then when we rented yeah i didn't i didn't even want to drill anything mm -hmm. into any holes mm -hmm. but this place we've been uh we've been really drilling <laughs> like, yeah we we took uh we even got david to buy an, a whole new drill that can drill into concrete so we can hang the tv and yeah well you insisted on having a mounted tv we could have not mounted the tv yeah but i i wanted it to be clean you can see how clean it looks over there yeah. right um yeah I'm really overall. I'm so happy. Like we really made it home over the last, uh, you know, ten months or eight months or so that we've been living here. I don't even know eight how long. Because we moved in the end of April. We only just got our uh, fucking uh, um, what's that called? The uh, months. the nightstands. Night it took us forever. By the way, furniture is so hard. Like, well, it all ties into the whole um. Like supply mass, chain thing mass thing of people buying houses so then the supply that chain too. of buying furniture just is like is even more you can't even find anything you like design wise and if you do it, it ain't gonna come from several months but even if you did it was gonna cost you thousands of dollars yeah which we bought everything except for the exception of our bed we decided that like our bed kind of it looks usable. good in this space yeah it looks good in the yeah. space it's usable and i think yeah why I mean, we had the bed, so. Might upgrade to a king, though. 
We'll figure it out. We'll figure today. it out. Yeah. Um, we have the room. Oh man, I love how big our bedroom is. Yeah. Um, but that was yeah. Again, that was like January to to April. Okay. Lily, I I just couldn't even think of the sentence there. Yeah, January uh, to April. Uh, missed out on your birthday, yeah. you know. Now we're kind of hitting into like May, June-ish, which I guess I don't know why you wrote here the first images of a black hole. No, that's wrong. It was the first images of the black hole in our Milky Way galaxy. Um, I don't know. It was just like things that were of interest to me. Interest, yeah. Um, I had June 30th. Uh, we had our first concert in like like years. Two years. A yeah, year went to see City in Color, Born and Raised Festival in St. Yeah. Catharines. Yeah, we can't ever miss City in Color. We that's just us. Yeah, but let's hope. Yeah, well, let's hope shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> July second, I had my my best birthday party ever. Mm -hmm. We had a superhero party. Yeah, and we had people here in our place and hosted, and hopefully they liked it. You were dressed up. I was dressed up as Spider Man or sorry Iron Man. Sorry, I'm. I got you the sickest costume, and you'll even remember what it was. It was dope. Yeah. Lily was um, Selena Kyle. Yeah. I don't know why. Catwoman. It, it was hot. There's nothing else to wear, so I was like, whatever. Yeah. I was also prepping everything, but yeah, it was a good birthday overall, I think. I thought so. I think it was my best, my favorite birthday party ever. Mm -hmm. um, we could skip. We got a but like I went to a Kendrick concert on the 12th, like the day before my cousin's wedding. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was the day before. Dude, that summer was insane because it was, you know, uh, August was Kendrick concert. We had my cousin's wedding that took up two weekends, which was great. Lots of drinking. And then we actually, Lily and I actually got married again on the 27th. Yes. Yeah. We uh, had a great, uh, great traditional style wedding. Chinese tea ceremony in the morning. Uh, and then... The reception was like a Lao Thai affair. Yeah. Right? It and was, it was traditional, sure. Um, but it was three times the more than three more times more than three times the amount of people. There um, was expected to be two hundred and fifty. Um, there were a lot of unaccounted people. <laughs> well that just happens with these types with of these weddings, weddings yeah. It was fine. Everything turned out beautifully. And I actually ended up enjoying it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, I ended up being also a bit more present than I was on our OG wedding date. Um, like our legalized wedding date, I should yeah. say. Um, and I think that has a part to do with obviously everything leading up to the wedding day. There was just kind of personal things going on. But also... Maybe it's because we were a little hands-off on this or a little more hands-off on this. We can actually just kind of like, whatever happens, happens is kind of what we went with it. Yeah. Um. Whereas we planned the whole thing the last time around. So there was more pressure to make it good, in uh, my opinion. Yeah. But also like, the thing with weddings, now that we've done two of them, <laughs> is there is a lot of like stress and um anxiety that goes into it but it honestly really i think what got me through all of it was like we're getting married and that's all that matters yeah um it's like and in this one we didn't even feel like we were getting married <laughs> that's not true in my opinion i don't know everybody reminded us and like your family I mean, definitely said now you're really married <laughs> you were emotional when your dad put on or when mm. he hugged you at the tea ceremony yeah that was that was the because best for, time that i've ever them, shared with my dad like even at like our spencer's wedding i think your dad had a good time but i don't know if he like hugged you that day you know what i mean but he hugged you at the tea ceremony yeah even, he just unprompted came to me just hugged me do you understand like that see that to them is also us being married yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like not taking this into account. You just don't like to view it <laughs> different. No, way. you actually did make me remember that moment now. And, and uh, that's going to stick with me because, again, we're going to ask a few questions at the end yeah. of this. And, and that's now. Kind and for of me, cute. during the Laos ceremony, when my mom was tying the um, pukan, which is like like blessing wristbands on us, um, she got emotional. My mom's not. My mom is not a happy emotional person like she doesn't cry out of happiness so when she was crying about it i was just like oh god here we go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so yeah i think it was definitely a, a 
although it was a stressful thing at the end of it if you just remember that like you're getting married to your person um then everything will be fine and everything yeah. else is so minimal yeah and things like like lily was worried about dancing we had to do a traditional loud dance for oh the wedding God. and like i just said doesn't matter whatever happens happens people are gonna act um like not shitty but like people were like we're worried about people's behavior certain people's behavior during the day or night and we were worried about the dance and whatever whatever but we we're just like look whatever happens happens let's just make sure people leave happy actually <laughs> like yeah which they did it sounds like people had a great time mm -hmm. um, your aunt's uh boss almost went missing or something you know what i mean like it was a good time it was a good time um and then after that, the weekend after, um, unless you want to hit this. Well, I was going to say, like, we had, we also went to see Bill Burr. Yeah. That, uh, the following week. So we, okay, so we had. We don't need to go recount everything. I'm just saying, like, we had my cousin's two wedding days. Uh, we had a Kendrick concert. We had the Bill Burr uh, show, which was awesome. We had our wedding. And then the next weekend was uh, uh, our friend's uh, bachelorette. And so Lily was gone for the weekend. And it was that, like, Saturday night I was I was drinking with some friends playing video games. But, like, drinking and having lots of red meat, like, leading up to, or, like, the few weekends leading up to that. You know, we had people over from overseas. We took them to the keg. Lots of good eating, lots of good drinking that um, I got gout. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I fucking got gout this year. Um, so basically since that weekend, I haven't been drinking a lot of beer. I think I had one beer um, in October that flared up my foot a little bit. So I'm like, okay, I think I'm off beer for, for a while. Um, I think. Yeah. I think. And that was, uh, so that's... Uh, September, early September. That was early September. And then a few days later... This is probably the second biggest story of the year. But the first biggest story I was going to say back in February was Russia invading Ukraine. Yeah. So obviously that was huge. And um, and we have our thoughts. We can probably spend a lot of time on that. And I don't want to right now. But the second biggest story of the year was the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Yeah. That happened this year. Yeah. A lot has happened in this year. Um, mm -hmm. Just on a... Like global, global level. level. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was gonna say that. Um, and then yeah. And then after that was Nikki and Tibby's wedding. Awesome. That was awesome time. That was a week of I don't even know. Like it was such a I don't know what to call it. It was almost like a vacation. <laughs> that, yeah, it really sense? yeah, we took a few days off. Um but it was like such a good time. Oh my god. Like, it was it, it was, was from the Thursday yeah. to the well, not even because like Sunday? the day before that, we like we went over to like help prep stuff. So it was right. It was the Thursday like, we went. Yeah, that, the I Thursday went to, when festivities went to started. work that day, like downtown, on the Thursday. And then no, we on the Wednesday, or and then we came the day before to do preparations. Yeah, we Thursday built the ring. Was, like, the full oh, Thursday was the first Friday. day. Was, yeah. Then Friday, then Saturday yeah. was the big was day. Big yeah. Day. So it was honestly like it just felt. It was just a whole like week of just seeing your best friends leading up to this like magical day of them getting yeah. married. Um, it was such a good time. Like food was amazing. Obviously outfits. Oh my god. Indian like... food, Indian cult like Indian people know how to party. Yeah. Yo. So it was a good it was time. just a good time. Um, and my best friends are married. <laughs> and I did that without beer. Can you believe that? Oh my god, here we go. <laughs> I had such a good time without even drinking a lot. But, um and we just got their pictures back so like we we're also just like reliving it yeah we're reliving that so good. um the next week was actually our first anniversary oh yeah right <laughs> october so uh and and because of everything that happened leading up in the first nine months of the year everything that happened we were like okay no gifts like yeah. we, we just got a house we we spent all this money on renovations we didn't do any well Oops. no you idiot we did you said no gifts and i thought i was being husband of the year because i got i was like i got her a kitchenaid stand mixer yeah. for that and i'm like dude i'm That's the best she's gonna be so happy yeah. she fucking surprises me you have a video of me crying okay well i got you this beautiful i commissioned this beautiful yeah painting we'll frame. post a picture of it lily uh commissioned uh through our 
friend Nikki. Yeah, Niche Create on yeah. Instagram. Uh, this painting of one of our wedding pictures. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's beautiful, Nikki. Yeah. yeah. It's it's amazing. Um, and people always think that it's like an actual photo whenever they come look yeah, at it. Yeah, from far and away, I'm, it looks like a photo. And I'm like, photo. no, this is our art gallery wall, so it's actually a painting. Mm-hmm. Um, so it takes them a minute to realize that. Um but yeah, I guess if you want to go ahead and tell the rest of your story. <laughs> so she got me that, and I would I was like, this is an incredible gift already. Uh, but then another framed uh, gift. It was a, a smaller frame. It was a frame of uh, shit. What was it? Like yeah. one of the turns. To, I forget what number it is. But it's basically from the view from Grandstand B, uh, facing the casino, world famous casino in Monte Carlo in Monaco. Uh, for the Monaco Grand Prix. She followed it up by giving me tickets. Well, uh, no, let's say tra- backtrack a little bit. Backtrack a little bit? It, oh, right. You didn't, you were like, no way. Um, and I'm like, what? What do you think it is? And you're like, it's it's the Mexican Grand Prix? And I was like, oh, like it didn't, t- I didn't even take that into account because we were going to Mexico. We were going weeks, to Mexico two weeks, two weeks after. after that. I was like, oh, and we had like jokingly, I think like you tweeted saying my wife is the best because she got me like yeah. free grand prix tickets because you wanted to go. Um, and we were going that same weekend or like it was there the same yeah, weekend. Yeah, Formula One was that weekend. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, when you opened it and you said that to me, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, no, it's not. Actually. I was like, it's Monaco's. And then I just like involuntarily just started like tearing up just because it was like i was you don't understand how excited i was to yeah lily lily giving gifts means more to her than her getting gifts yeah absolutely so when she she started crying before i even knew what was going on kind of okay because and and that's what made me cry because she got me tickets to monaco grand prix dude like that's a dream for anybody that really loves f1 no matter what they think about the race itself or the track, the, the itself. track itself, or whatever, show like that's a historical thing. Yeah, the world's most famous racetrack yeah. or street racetrack. Yeah, um, but I think what you didn't see behind it was that like the whole thought process and the whole like planning of this wasn't like it was a huge thing. It was always going to be in the back of my mind because you had always told me that this was your dream. And I'm just psychotic yeah. that way, or I just want to make your dreams come true. Aww. So when we were planning our delayed honeymoon, which is to go to Greece, and originally I said Turkey. Yeah. Uh, I For whatever reason, I was like, huh, let me see what Grand Prix there are in Europe that time that were there. Like, yeah. let's see. Lo and behold, the uh, Monaco Grand Prix was supposed to be held that weekend. The problem was, was that the Monaco Grand Prix with, um, had like expired their contracts as of like that, as of this year. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. Right. Um, so it wasn't confirmed because they didn't resign yet. So I was like, shit, like, I don't know if they're going to do it or not. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm not, I wasn't going to buy it off a third party site in the case that they didn't actually sign. Yeah. I'd lose my money. Um, it's literally until the weekend of the actual F1 weekend there. Like they wait until they're actually back in Monaco to re like to re evaluate, reevaluate and yeah. requalify yeah. or whatever. And sign no, a new but contract. This, but this was, they had already raced there. Right. Because I was, I'm talking about like, um, this is now like we're in October now. Oh, you bought it just like literally. Because I bought it literally like the week before because oh. tickets had just gone to sale. I think October third. Wow. So it literally was like I bought it October fourth or fifth. Yeah. It was like very like quickly, but that was just my plan. I was like, huh? Let me see. I was like, oh shit! Like it's the same weekend. I was like, if they are gonna resign, and if for whatever reason I get tickets, or if I'm able to get tickets, because the tickets like for Monaco is just like insane. Um, we're gonna go. I said I'm just gonna hijack our trip, <laughs> which you know what isn't too hard because I plan all our travel spots anyway. Yeah. So it wasn't gonna be an issue, but like I had to discuss this with like our friends, like Emily and Carter, just to kind of like be like, is this a good gift? Like, is does this make sense? And then they gave me shit for being like, you told them no gifts, but then you did, and I'm like, I don't have to give it to him for our anniversary. 
but this would be a fucking good anniversary. It had to be on the anniversary, let's be honest. So I was just like, okay, let me do this. And then I ended up getting, I refreshed every day to see when they would sign with Monaco. And then luckily they did, but I was too late to get general admission tickets. Um... Because those ones go the fastest, right? Yeah. Um, and you had always said, like, the you floors, don't... Yeah. Well, basically. you said you don't care. You just want to be there. You just want to yeah, be I'll there. stand. I don't care. And yeah. GA would just be one of those, you know, like, the fact that you're there is already a big thing. Yeah. Well, my dumbass missed those, that chance to get, like, the GA. And the only spots left were grandstand tickets. Um, so your dumbass was like, all right, let's spend 10 times as much. <laughs> because you know what? At that point, it was just like, go big or go home and yeah i appreciate that too because monaco if you don't know monaco is like billionaires probably like first or second most uh affluent country in the world per capita or something like that i think like is that Liechtenstein is foreign people yeah investors that are just living there because like historically it it was like a part of italy and a part of france and like they they um, they just wanted to be a tax haven. So it's like all the richest people, all the Garibaldi's and stuff, they yeah. left yeah. to, I guess they left Italy yeah. to be in this one place. Yeah, so it's tax-free. Um, the median income is like over a million mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Um, people, like, and and that's what makes the Monaco Grand Prix so great is that a lot of the richest people, uh, famous people around the world go to Monaco. They don't even go to like the Circuit of the Americas or anything like that to watch in America. Um, they'll go to Silverstone probably for England, but everybody goes to Monaco and they buy a boat or a big ass yacht and they post up right beside the track to watch from the water. Yeah, it's incredible. And we're gonna stick out like sore thumbs when we get there. No, we're gonna be <laughs> these billionaires, and then we're also gonna watch from a boat. And even though I spent a pretty penny on these tickets, <laughs> it's going to be one of the greatest. Honestly, I'll things. take it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think it's, it's just one of those, like you said, it's a dream come true. And it's one of those things where it's just like, it's a once, it really isn't a once in a lifetime thing because yeah. I don't know how often we'd go back to Monaco. Honestly, the goal is like, I make enough money where I like in my life where i can just go every year but yeah. that's the likelihood Better. of that is zero and you're not even just a likelihood it's just there's just other places to see and other things to exactly do. and the thing the one of the big things in monaco aside from the shopping and the money is the grand prix there so yeah. why wouldn't you kind of like have that experience and i think that's just one of those things that we prioritize as like you know, in our travel, like itinerary is like the experience. Experiences, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that was my two cents in that. But anyways, after speaking of experiences, yeah, experiences, we ended up going on our honeymoon, our proper first honeymoon. honeymoon <laughs> um, a couple of weeks after that, um, to Mexico, we went to uh, Puerto Vallarta and then Mexico City. Shout out to Uncle Kevin, yeah, for letting us stay at his place, and and Uncle Michael, yeah, and it was just a great trip we did not stay on a resort which was like a first for us going to uh like a sunny a, a, destination yeah like that. A south country without a resort um and it was probably one of the better trips that oh, i oh yeah I'd liked going to our place was like you know in the romantic zone it's it, and and the place we stayed at is on top of a hill which was like a two minute walk to the mm-hmm. beach going downhill four minute walk going uphill <laughs> um but, like, every place we ever wanted to eat was, like, within 400 meters. That was, awesome. was just, like, it was beautiful weather, beautiful people. Yeah. Like, I mean, we, we and Lily's saying that, and yet we were stuck in a hurricane for the first oh, two days being yeah. there, and yet it was still amazing. I think it was just, it was great. Like, the views were insane, because, mm-hmm. like, where we were, like, PUV, there were, like, the mountains, but yeah. we also have the beach side. Um, we had a rooftop infinity pool that we, yeah, we, we stayed at most of yeah, the day. Yeah, stayed in. And then... Yeah. Watch the sunset from up there. Yeah. Oh, it's just it incredible. Was, it was a great, great time. And then we also did one thing that we did not do ever before, which was a hot air balloon ride. Yeah, we Mexico went to Mexico City. City. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, and I think the reason why we did this, again, experiences, going back to, like, what we like to do. Um, I wanted to do this in Turkey when we were supposed to go to Turkey That's right. next year. But because I had hijacked our trip and decided that we were going to go to Monaco instead, I was like, hey, I wonder if there's hot air balloons in Mexico. <laughs> and lo and behold, there was. Um, and it ended up just like working out amazingly. And 
as a person who is afraid of heights, my FOMO of, of not being able to experience this was greater than my fear of heights. And I think that I think that's how I'm trying to like live life. Yeah, yeah, in a way, because it's just like, okay, am I gonna regret not doing this just because I'm afraid of it, or am I like that deathly afraid of it that I cannot like go through with this kind of thing? You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure there are some things where I'm gonna be like, hell no. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know if I could ever do bungee jumping. Maybe I'll do skydiving, but I don't know if I can do bungee jumping. That's so weird because, like, I feel like being tied to a cord is safer than free falling. But my logical sense when I think about it is the cord can either snap or it can entangle you or it it's too loose and then you smack whatever you're like. Yeah, yeah. See, that's my fear of bungee jumping. But with skydiving, you're going and then you have like two chances. You got one for your actual like parachute to come out and then you have your safety parachute, like the second one, if it does, if that first one doesn't yeah. come out, right? And then if that doesn't happen, then whatever, you die. But like <laughs> for bungee jumping, it's like there are just so many more <laughs> options to die with it. Yeah, So I'm just, I like, guess you're right. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I guess, yeah, I guess the height of a bungee or parachute diving or whatever is so there's a chance we do parachute there is a chance i think it would have to be like a cool place and you oh i don't know actually i think we would have to do it before kids that's the thing because once i have kids i don't think i want to take any risk (laughs) right like i'm not living for myself anymore i think that's just one of the things where obviously we had talked about before too just like we need to do all these things or we need to kind of just think about what we want to do for just us because once we decide to kind of start our family or or expand our family or if we can't whatever um it's no longer just us you know what i mean yeah we're not yeah like you said we're no longer living for ourselves and we just kind of have to be mindful of that so yeah who knows we'll see unless we make it a thing to go go skydiving we'll see between now and then there's still you're right though there's still so many places i want to see that probably are just don't offer bungee jumping or skydiving and so yeah um i don't know maybe i might pick like when our kids are older it's like one of those things we do closer to when we're older yeah hey you can still do it yeah if i'm healthy which i'm probably not since i have gout at the age of 28 so (laughs) anyways 10 out of 10 recommend doing a hot air balloon ride. It is definitely not as scary as I thought it was going to be. It is so smooth sailing that you kind of just feel like you're just... Yeah, you're just like... I don't know. At times it felt like I was watching something on TV, like YouTube. Like I was just a view that was unbelievable. Yeah. Like the way I was able to take a picture with the other hot air balloons lined up with the pyramid of the the, uh, sun. Yeah. The pyramid of the moon and, and the road of the dead. Like... It just looked so surreal. That, it felt like, oh, well, I guess you haven't been on like the London Eye or anything, just like over. No. Or if you were I've never like, been to London, honey. Whatever. Or if you were to just go to, I don't know, the CN Tower, and you're just like looking out the window, like anything where you have a 360 view of whatever, like that's what it kind of just felt like. It felt like you were just in a place looking around. Just like it didn't even feel like you were moving at all, to yeah. be honest. And like even though you were high above, I didn't feel like that excuse me scared i don't know yeah it, that's why it felt like I, w- I had an out-of-body experience yeah where nothing was or again maybe with my adrenaline of like wanting to do something yeah. new that kind of like overpowered my fear of it which you know what i'm thankful for <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't feel real um that whole morning waking up early yeah you know it just didn't feel real and i'm so glad we did it yeah. and and 10 out of 10 recommend hot air balloons i recommend going to mexico great yeah. great place both cities that we were in yeah um and then after that uh i don't know oh, we went to a paramore concert yeah we saw black panther wakanda forever yeah exactly world pie put in world population reaches 8 billion on november 15th that was the day of 8 billion okay well um november 15th interesting we saw glass onion in theaters that was good uh you surprised your mom for her birthday with uh, uh a siakam raptors jersey yes and you said 
and you get to wear it this Wednesday. Yeah. We took her to the first Raptors game. She's a huge, she's a bigger Raptors fan than me and Lily combined, and she's never been to a game. Yeah, so we took her. So that was a nice fun. moment. Um, and we reconnected with an old friend, Andrew Wilby. Yep, and that was nice. That was really nice. Did you know Pope Benedict Sixteenth died today? I saw that. Yeah. It was just like the, the three days in a is row. That, is that the current Pope? No, that was just before he, he oh. abdicated. Okay. Because Popes are like the sovereign, right? They're right. like so the He king. abdicated? Why? Because he was ill? He was old. That was back in 2013. Who's the current Pope? Pope uh, Francis. I was going to say he has more of like yeah. a, a modern name. Okay, yeah. let's get into... So that was cool. That That's a recap of the year. So thank yeah. you if you're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got to wrap it up because my yeah. battery's dying. Okay. Um, what was honestly let's let's do the simple ones first let's get it out of the way okay what was your album of the year or something that you um according to my spotify playlist i only listen to the same music every single year <laughs> um so not surprising so if it if we're talking about a new album of the year i'm gonna have to give it to yeah um, 2022 yeah what is it mr morale and the yeah mr morale and the big steppers, the big steppers. so it's yeah, Kendrick's album was great, um, and I'm not obviously like a big rap hip hop fan, but that album was great. That transcended so, a genre, yeah. honestly. Like people, like there are people that were saying about that album that people are gonna be listening to that album in 200 years. Yeah, like that's how you know you made a good piece of art. Yeah, and I think it was beautifully done. Um, yeah, yeah. Overall, I mean, I kind of wish that I went to the concert with you. Oh yeah, <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, what was yours? Same. Same. I truly think that was the best album. Oh, over Donda and Donda 2. Donda was last year. Okay, Donda, Donda 2, 2 wasn't even real. Oh, oh God. Okay. It was so trash. Okay, Mr. Kanye. Yeah, that's something I could have mentioned, too, is yeah. Kanye's, the death of Kanye West as well this year. <laughs> um, Favorite movie of the year? So that's why I included a bunch of movies that came out this past year, okay. right? Because Black Panther came out this year. I thought that was a good movie. Um, but the best movie in my opinion... Well, actually, the Batman was a good movie, too. That came out this year. But the best movie, in my opinion, was Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. I don't know if that's just because we just saw it most recently. And again, like, last week because it just came out again. Um, like, on Netflix. But I, overall, thought that was a great movie. That was the best, was yeah. such a good movie um i liked it better than the first even though they're not technically like connected um it's just overall like a fun mr sorry mr murder like a, mystery yeah like a whodunit yeah and it was like the perfect whodunit yeah exactly. um uh, it was great yeah i and i only rewatched it because like you get to actually re like it has a rewatchability like yeah it does you get to see where the clues kind of line up and that's yeah. still what makes a great murder mystery yeah exactly we got to watch that other one you mentioned tonight for or not tonight, tonight tomorrow or yeah. maybe even on the second whenever yeah um, is this your question yeah i guess um if you do like do you have one calendar day in mind in 2022 that was your favorite what would it be oh that's interesting and you know what do you i don't one? even know either so okay you know there's just a lot this year that had happened mm -hmm. um i don't even yeah like what would i do i can't even i can't we ha also had a lot of good days. Yeah, I think that was the other thing. There was like like going to see City in Color was such a good day. Yeah, I think it was really nice. Um, you know, moving into our place was was one of the better days too. Like, um, I mean, I like I tell you all the time, like when we're sitting on the couch, I can't believe this is like our home. Yeah. Um, like Nikki and Divi's wedding day, like. When they actually got married, I was that like, was a great super, day. I was super yeah. emotional <laughs> that day. Too. <laughs> um, no, there were just like many great days, so I don't know if I have a particular favorite day. I think there were there were a lot of highlights in twenty twenty two. Um, twenty two two was even though we got married in twenty twenty one. I'm gonna say twenty twenty two probably beat it. I was gonna say um, we didn't get to do much in twenty twenty one other than get married. Right? I think that's yeah. I think maybe 
there was just a lot of good days because we finally got to like be with our loved ones like yeah more um and i think that's great um so yeah I don't have a particular day. I'm sorry. Oh. No, you know what? Like, I was the one that thought of this question, and I can't even think Take of one. one because we also, like, there are a lot of important days for me personally. Like, I, I sold my car. Right. This year, I got a new car, like an old car to replace yeah. it. But because the money of my old car went to this renovation, I think maybe April 22nd was, you know, the day we... we we're done construction and it was i just remember that day because i went to work downtown i was already tired from work i um yeah it's dying eh um i went to work and we were already tired we came here i helped our contractor load up his truck we went to walmart we got cleaning supplies we came back went to mcdonald's yeah, at walmart repeating. came back yeah. and like we weren't done the day until like 10 30 11 o'clock being here after cleaning and eating and all that and but i was just so overwhelmed that we finally have a place yeah that we made and call home yeah so i think that day just sticks out in my mind but that's just i think it's pretty close that one right yeah i think so too i think that's like a a day to remember right um i think i'm gonna skip this question sure but uh if you could change one thing from this past year what would you what would it be if you could change a day if some other thing could have went better or if you wanted to do more of a certain good thing like whatever how would you um that's a good question uh i'm just trying to see like what day that i would change really i oh so hard yeah um Maybe, like, leading up to, like, our Asian wedding, I wish I didn't maybe stress as much. Um, yeah. Like, or, you know what, maybe not even to stress as much. Maybe I should have been involved a little bit more just to kind of, like, prepare for the things that were undoubtedly gonna go wrong which, which but yeah. obviously things are gonna go wrong on a wedding day anyways so you can't really prepare for them but like i would just wanted to just kind of I, I feel like i would have just been better off less stressed about it and then it would be okay um yeah but maybe that but even then i feel like everything that happened was was good in how it happened and there wasn't much to kind of change i guess um I don't know. What about you? This is going to sound weird and you'll never ever hear me say this again, but I I don't think I balanced work and life well this year. Mm -hmm. I think I had a really, really good time this year. Like a personal time. Personal okay. time. And like, you'll never hear me say this again, but I think I should have focused a little bit more on work okay. because my job, it's about my performance. My performance decides how much I get paid. It's not like I have a nine to five job like most everybody else I know. And so I didn't, I didn't achieve what I wanted to achieve professionally this year. I'm not talking like raises or promotions, but just like the earning potential. And well, I think I, I should have done yeah. better. I took a lot of days off this year and I think I, I benefited from that. But I think I strive to take a better balance next year. That's good. Right? Yeah, I think that's, that's fair to say. Um, for me, it was kind of like a mix of, of both. Um, but anyways... And I guess that leads to us to the last question is what are you looking forward to in 2023? It's going to be great. Uh, well, we have some travel plans. Yeah. We have a, a few, like plural, <laughs> like travel yeah. plans. And we have uh, your sister's wedding. Yeah. Um, and then I think by the end of next year, we're going to start hunkering down, right? And enjoying this home that we've created. And it's funny we say that because we think that we were going to do that this year. Yeah. Um, we but... said that when we didn't even have a home. Yeah, but I think it all ties to COVID and, yeah. and being able to go out again, right? So, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just looking forward to, like, literally what you just said, the travel plans and my sister's wedding and just seeing... You know what? You know how you said that you're trying to, like, balance work and, and life more? I'm gonna try to be more present like yeah i feel like of course like we see our friends and family and everything but like 
some days I can be a little like distant or maybe just, um, I don't know, just whatever. But I, I want to try to like be more present in the moment and kind of just like appreciating that day more um, rather than, yeah. Just... Like we got to hold each other accountable to meet in the middle somewhere. I got to focus more on work and you got to focus less. <laughs> no, I don't think mine because I think mine had a good balance too and like um, switching jobs was able to, was allowing me to do that more. But I think just in terms of maybe this is just something that I talk about like more later on, but just kind of just like being mentally present and yeah. emotionally present um, more so than I am now. But yeah, um, we wish everyone a happy New Year's Eve and we'll try to do this more often, I think. Yeah. <laughs> maybe not every week, but like maybe definitely. once a month yeah. now. Yeah. Every other week. Every other week. We'll see. Yeah. Um, batteries dying a happy 2023 a healthy happy year enjoy guys don't drink and drive